Dear friends in Christ Jesus, the first miracle of Jesus, Jesus changed water into wine. The last miracle of Jesus, Jesus changed wine into his blood. That is the thing we, we had seen in the gospel today. Eucharist, this is celebrated in the Holy Mass. And there was a convert who attended the Holy Eucharist for the first time. And before he became a convert into Catholicism, he saw, he participated in the liturgy. And the Holy Mass, he saw a lot of sitting up and a lot of standing down, sitting down and standing up and a lot of kneeling and people reciting from the prayer book. And he found everything he didn't find any meaning in those actions. And after he embraced Catholicism, this, and he found everything meaningful, every Eucharistic celebration and all those things find in the book of Revelation, and it is every time is happening and taking place in every Holy Eucharist. And priest is the one who, in the Holy Eucharist, he plays the role of priest. He represents priest. St. John Maria Vianney, and the patron of the parish priest, he once remarked, if I were to meet a priest and angel, I should salute the priest before I salute the angel. The angel is the friend of God, but the priest holds the place of God. And in the Holy Eucharist, when the priest raises body and blood of Jesus, and this is my body and this is my blood, and the priest holds the place of Jesus, and he acts the play of Jesus. And that's why John Maria Vianney, he would like to salute the priest who holds the place of the priest and the friend of God, the angel, saluting him first. And the Holy Eucharist is a very significant moment. There are many priests in the history and they brought out very powerfully while they celebrate Eucharist. The Saint Pedro Pio and who received stigmata, the five wounds from Jesus. Receiving five wounds from Jesus, it's an honor and it's a glory. It's a glory. But however, the priest, Pedro Pio, on the day, the first Friday when he celebrates the Holy Eucharist, and he receives most bleeding in his hands and painful experience it was excruciating experience he was going through whenever he was celebrating Eucharist. And the people in the church, and they experience holiness, and they experience the aroma of divine blood, the whole church was filled with such a splendor. And there was another spectacular priest, St. Joseph Cupadino. And whenever he raises body and blood of Jesus Christ in his hand, and Joseph Cupadino, he was raised to heaven. 
and in in his 17 years ministry more than 70 times he was raised to heaven and god lifted him while he was celebrating such a mysterious thing my dear friends holy eucharist is a special movement and holy eucharist is a spectacular event and the priest holds the place of jesus and they bring heaven to the earth and as i mentioned to you holy eucharist is a meal is a food for immortality when the people the people of old testament when they were walking in the desert for 40 years and god gave them food in the desert not only once or twice for 40 years god strengthened them nourished them and provided food for 40 years and on the day of Sabbath, people cannot go for work. But God provided food in advance. That day, they cannot go out and collect food. They collected food one day in advance. So 40 days, God provided them food until they reach the promised land. And in the same way, Jesus' body and blood, on, it's given to us in every holy mass. And it is the food for immortality until we reach the promised land, eternal life. Jesus, in the gospel, John's gospel, he makes the difference between the food that was given when the people were walking in the desert for 40 years. And the, the, the people of Israelites, they ate the food and died. And those who eat the body and blood of Christ Jesus... And Jesus assured us that they will inherit eternal life. They will not die and they will inherit the eternal life, Jesus, given the assurance. And that is why the Holy Eucharist, the body and blood of Jesus, it is a meal and for immortality. And this gives us, this strengthens us until we reach the promised heaven. And I... There are many, during the pandemic, when the pandemic hit last year, it was painful. And it was painful, we were panicked, we were threatened about our life, and we were worried about the safety of our lives, the pandemic hit. And it was painful. And meanwhile, we regretted so much that the sacrament is denied on those days. And because we lack strength as we denied the access to the holy sacrament body and blood of Jesus and we were longing for it and we were desperately looking for it when the church is going to open when am I going to receive body and blood of Jesus that longingness is created because it is in us this is a food for immortality and number two Eucharist is a sacrifice and Jesus said in John's gospel, there is no greater love than lay down his own life for his friend. And any sacrifice is giving up. And that is, that is why there is a saying, you can give something to your friend without love. You can give without love. But you cannot love without give. You give something and that's a sign of sacrifice. I remember my catechism days when I was a small child 
And the catechism teacher, the sister, she taught me the lesson of Mother Pelican. And the Mother Pelican, what it does to young chicks. And it was a famine all over the world. There was no food. The young chicks were dying. And the Mother Pelican, it sacrificed. And using the peak and piercing his breast and the young cheeks and drinking the blood of mother and the mother belly can dying and the meanwhile the young cheeks and they were surviving the mother belly can sacrificing his her blood for the living of young cheeks and they find the life and in the same way jesus sacrifice on the cross and it gives us life for eternity and jesus blood and body and blood of jesus and it is a sacrifice and that replaces the sacrament sacrifice of the old testament the first reading we listen to in the old testament animals were sacrificed for a sin offering people committed sin and they offered animal sacrifice for the sign of sin offering but for jesus and he sacrificed his life for us for our sins for our condemnation he he took away the condemnation that we are supposed to be sentenced to st john maria viani he quotes all the good works in the world are are not equal to the holy sacrifice of the mass because all the good works of man all the good works they are of man men but mass holy mass is the work of god the martyrdom is nothing in comparison for it is the sacrifice of man to god but the holy sacrifice the holy mass is a sacrifice of god for men man and my dear friends finally eucharist is a covenant is a covenant of relationship god wants to establish his relationship with his people in the ancient times the kings established treaties covenant between the nations so that the people in the country they live peacefully so they have agreement and deal they won't violate any according they go by what is written in the agreement they follow so therefore the country would experience peace prosperity no battle so that's why they established treaties between the countries in the same way god established covenant with these people and what happened to the old covenant god made covenant with abraham david and there are many great people god made covenant those covenant failed and prophet jeremiah he prophesied and he expected god is going to establish covenant and jesus by shedding his blood and giving his body on the cross he established new covenant new relationship i am your god you are my people god established that relationship and this is eucharist is a new covenant my dear friend eucharist is a food for immortality eucharist is jesus sacrifice eucharist is a covenant and what it is calling us to do my dear friends the second reading would tell us 
we need to prepare for this holy eucharist in a worthy manner and often times we feel we participate in the eucharist without due preparation our preparation is insufficient and we have lack of preparation while attend eucharist and the second reading is warning us about lack of preparation we need to have a due preparation before eating the body and blood of christ and saint paul he would warn us and there are people who are punished and you suffer and it because you received body and blood of christ in an unworthy manner i remember when i in the childhood days my parents and the grandparents would tell before they go to sunday mass they avoid even swallowing their uh, saliva into their stomach but rather they spit the saliva outside thinking that if they swallow the saliva that would fill the stomach and their stomach is full before eating the body and blood of christ so as a result even they avoid to the extreme they won't swallow the saliva into their stomach and that type of preparation and we need and also father larry richard and was one of the popular preachers and he would tell us the modern world faced the temptation to sit in front of television computer ipad and there is a challenge sitting in front of this square box and the square box of the tabernacle and where are you going to spend most of your time you and your children only going to spend your time in front of the square box of television or ipad computer or laptop or the square box where jesus is residing waiting for us each and every moment and there are many opportunities to sign up and visit the blessed eucharist and where i am where my family is going to choose and then finally my dear friends and the, the holy priest pedre arupe father arupe he would say as long as you have poor in your midst your celebration of eucharist is meaningless and the holy eucharist jesus is a symbol of sacrifice and this is an invitation for us also we need to share and what god has blessed us with we need to share with people who are deprived who are in need and that's where every time the eucharist becomes meaningful amen